Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the show. It's Ben here. Kelly Tucker is the founder and managing director of the highly successful human resources consulting firm, HR Star. And Kelly kindly joins me today. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Ben. Thanks. Nice to be here. Good to have you along. So thank you very much for taking the time out to talk through your business. Why don't we start then by you giving us a little bit about your background and why you started your business? Sure. Um, So I've worked in HR for around 20 years now. I started my HR career working for a charity. Um, I took on a six-month HR administrator contract. Ended up staying there for eight years. Um, (laughs) So started as a a HR administrator, so doing um, anything relating to admin, updating contracts, etc. My role there developed over time. And when I left, you know, after being there eight years, I was actually the HR manager. Uh, left there to join a private medical market research company to initially set up their HR department. Did that, set up the department, and then worked as a HR business partner and stayed there for about seven years. So I had a really strategic HR role when I worked there at the end, which was great. After I kind of fixed all the problems, I was then maintaining and working really closely with the board of directors there to implement their people strategy. And then five years ago, I fancied a change again, but I really fancied doing something for myself. I think I wanted to take a more proactive approach to HR. I think the the view can be of HR that it's a hiring fire function within a business. And lots of people, when they, you know, they hear HR wants to see you, they have that dread and it's like, <laughs> oh God, am I going to get my P45? Um, yeah. And I wanted to change that. And I wanted to work with businesses who really saw that investing in people was really beneficial to the bottom line and to their business. So yeah, set up HR Starlex five years ago, been working, um, developing the business ever since. I have a team now who work alongside me. We're based in the Cotswolds in Cheltenham, but we do look after clients throughout the UK. Um, and yeah, just as they say, the rest is history. Here we are today. <laughs> yeah. Was it a big uh, nervous moment starting your own business? I was really fortunate, actually. The business that I was working for as a HR business partner, they knew that it was something that I wanted to do, go out on my own. So they actually approached me and said, look, we know you want to be a HR consultant and do something on your own. We don't want to lose you from the business. So how about you set up your HR consultancy? We will be your first client. Um, So yeah, it was really great in that respect. So I had them as my first client. And because I had contacts already in the area with businesses, et cetera, it did grow through referral and snowball quite quickly so you know i was lucky in that respect brilliant well luck played a part but also you had to (laughs) do a good job for them in the first place yeah absolutely (laughs) well done okay so what does hr star do and how do you help your clients so we um look after all aspects of the employee life cycle so through um, sort of from recruitment side through to exit. Um, but where we really focus our energies um, is around employee engagement. So we last year created something called the Employee Engagement Star. Yep. Um, with the Star, we work with 
forward-thinking business leaders um, who want to invest in their people. And we look at people's strategy, reward and recognition, values, learning and development, and workplace and well-being. And we take a proactive approach to going into the business, meeting with um, everyone within that business to kind of get some feedback on what's working well, what needs improvement, what the general um, feeling is, and to gauge the employment level. Um, we take that uh, feedback and then we suggest to the client which areas of the star that they should work on or approach first. And you don't have to work on all areas of the star, but the more you put in, the more you will get out. And having worked in focusing on employee engagement for as long as I have now, it, it does work. It does bring benefits. If you have in, engaged employees, they will be more motivated. They will be more productive and therefore your business will be more successful. You'll spend less time having to manage poor performance, deal with high absence and high staff turnover. So that's our, our main focus and anything relating to people will fall into one, if not more areas of that star. Brilliant. And I think employee engagement is just crucial. And I imagine it ties pretty closely to resilience, which is, you know, being called upon in these challenging times, pandemic and so on. So I think an engaged workforce is more likely to respond better to a positive situation, a difficult situation, a new situation. Yeah, absolutely. I think because at the heart of that employee engagement is communication. You know, you need to be continually communicating with your teams, making them sort of feel part of the everyday business, but also keeping them up to date with any changes that are happening. And in, you know, in the recent situation that we've seen, obviously the impact of COVID on businesses, those, as you say, with engaged workforces have definitely fared better because they already have that existing relationship with their teams where they deliver open and honest communication on an ongoing basis. Yeah, definitely. And I have seen the employee engagement star you guys have got. It's an excellent model. How do you know whereabouts to start on that star? So it's um, about taking feedback from the, the leadership team. So we'll find out initially from the leadership team, the areas that they feel that they need support with or that they're struggling with. Right. So it could be that they are continuously having poor performance from their employees or they just can't get performance to the level that they're expecting. We will then, with their permission, go in and speak to every member of staff within that organisation to get feedback from them. You know, do they have a job description? Do they understand what the expectations are? Are they rewarded when they perform well? What's the consequence if they're not performing? Do they even know what good performance looks like within the organisation? And we'll take that feedback and we give a overview of our um, of that we've collated from the employees back to the client. So we always start off by letting the people that we're talking to know that it's a safe space to talk to us. We encourage them to be open and honest and won't give direct feedback to the leadership team. It's always done in a, in a general way. And we often find that it's common themes that we pick up, you know, through our one-to-ones. So we'll go back to the leadership team and say, okay, the reason why you're not um, seeing, you know, good performance, people don't understand what good performance looks like within your organisation. So then we'll look at role design. So within our people strategy um, area of the star, we'll look at, do we have the right structure in place to support the current business needs and also future, but also uh, does everyone understand their role and where it fits into that overall strategy, that overall structure within the organisation? And then we can do, like I say, role design. So actually defining people's roles. What does good look like within that role? How are we going to measure it? What's the expectation from the um, leadership team? And once that's communicated, people want to understand what's expected and how they can deliver 
they're much more likely to then deliver it in line with what the organization is expecting and then that ties in really nicely like to do the reward and recognition project because then if people are showing those behaviors if they are delivering and adding value how will we recognize and rewarding that because people obviously need to be told when they're doing a good job they need to be rewarded for that to encourage more of it so that's how you can see we can start working around that star and how they do actually overlap in quite yeah. a few areas yeah i like that it's a, a nice, clear structure, a process to follow, but it's also, it just depends on the client's needs and situation. So it's flexible in that regard as well. It works well. So what are the more common HR issues that you're called upon to help resolve? Um, I would say at the moment, it's around the restructure redundancy piece. Yeah, uh, businesses are obviously trying to um, recover or survive during the, you know, the current situation. So we are doing um, quite a bit of um, restructuring, streamlining, redundancy. So we will handle the process and what we are seeing with businesses um, really needing support with that they they don't really know how to do it or they want you know they definitely want to make sure that they do it correctly but also i think it's the um having somebody else to come in and manage that process you know they've, they're working with these people or have worked with them sort of you know potentially a long period of time so having them to sit down and have a conversation to say your job's at risk of redundancy is something that quite a lot of leaders do struggle with and so that's something that we are coming in to manage that whole process and then there's also the paperwork side of it you have to make sure that you've got the correct paperwork in place when you're doing redundancy process so we are doing a lot of that at the moment but we're also seeing where businesses have thrived through the the recent times so they're an online business what they're really wanting to thank their employees for ensuring that they have you know been able to continue working during this time and have put in you know extra effort so we are now seeing people wanting to look at the reward and recognition structures to make sure that they you know they're rewarding and recognizing those employees that they hold on to them you know when we're yeah. at the other side of this as well absolutely it's, it's crucial can't just be all one mm. way and no. doom and gloom you've got to look at the other side brilliant and i know you guys uh have clients across the uk and you've you've launched an interesting new service called the hr star membership so can you tell us what is that and who's it for and why would someone want to join it yeah, sure. So we have been spending a lot of time behind the scenes uh, developing the HR Star membership, and I'm really excited to you know that it's about to launch. So it's a designated area that will provide access um, for clients to a bank of resources and tools that they can manage their people effectively. So we've included within the membership how-to guides, templates, fact sheets. So they have a resource that they can call upon as and when needed. So for example, holding one-to-ones with an employee lots of people know that they should do it but they don't know necessarily how to go about it or what kind of things that they should be discussing within it so they can go to the membership go to the how-to guides and there's detailed information of how to conduct a one-to-one how to prepare for it what you should be covering within it how to follow up from it and then also within the template section there'll be a one-to-one template that they can download and actually use within that one-to-one so lots of resource like that within the membership area. Also, as a member of the um, HR Star membership, they will get access to um, um, the HR Star team. So that will be through regular video updates that we will give to keep 
um, everyone within the membership up to date on current changes to employment law legislation, etc. They will be able to book a 30 minute call with a member of the HR star team. So if they've got a specific question that they want um, support with, they'll be able to book that in and talk to one of our professionals within the team. And then I'll be hosting a question and answer session as well once a month so they can jump onto that once a month and ask any questions they may have. So it's ongoing HR support, but also, like I say, that bank of resource, which I think businesses will find really beneficial, you know, to have that go-to place to call upon. Fantastic. And also a HR star team at their fingertips. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's so much in there. And I know from experience in my lifetime in the corporate world where you're sitting with, uh, I don't know, a first-time manager or whatever, and they're trying to do the annual performance review. And it's just so awkward. It's almost like you want to run the session for them. Just tell mm-hmm. me this, tell me this. But you've got those sort of sessions and coaching pieces of advice in there in the documents. So I, I really like that. Can you share a few more examples of what's in the membership? Yeah, sure. So it's one of those ones that um, I've touched on. We also have um, an induction checklist. So, As we know, inducting and onboarding a new employee is so important, especially yeah. to start that engagement from day one. So within the induction checklist, again, that's something they can download and they can start um, sort of running through that checklist to check they've got everything that they need when somebody starts. Um, there will also be um, fact sheets within there. So I've got um, an employee who um, is going on maternity leave. How much maternity leave are they entitled to? How much paternity leave is somebody entitled to? Somebody's given me their notice, like how much notice they're entitled to. So there'll be um, go-to information on sort of that as well. There'll be updates, like I said, to statutory information. As you know, you know, every April they review the statutory entitlements. So that will get updated along with that. Um, and then there'll be information within the membership as well on those projects that I've talked about in line with the engagement star. So if people are starting to think, oh, you know, I, I do need to look at how I'm running my um, appraisal process. And yes, it's great that I've got this guide that I can look at about how to do it, but actually I want someone to create and design a new process for me. Then we will be sharing monthly information on the projects that we run, but also they'll be able to ask those questions as well around the projects that we run. And as if you're a mem- if you are a member and you start working on a project with H, you will then get um, a discounted rate on our project work as well so I do think it's it's going to be really beneficial for those businesses who are just starting out or or are thinking I need some HR support but I'm not really sure what level I need or I think I just need a go-to for the time being Um, so hopefully that you know that will be the kind of clients that we will attract to that but with a view to that it will grow over time and our relationship with them will grow and they will have a trusted HR partner who you know they've been using the resources they've been having those checking calls they've been doing the question answers so it will then seem the next step for them to start working on the projects with us yeah of course that makes sense and in terms of the practicalities of the membership how does it work in terms of signing up and using the new service Yep, so um, we will have a designated area on our website, on the HR Star website, which they can go to, and there'll be um, a page which will give them all the information around the membership. There'll be um, some you know, frequently asked questions and answers, which will hopefully answer all those questions. And then they can request a call um, with a member of the HR Star team. There'll be that um, button that they can press on the website, or if they want to sign up, they can, um, again, just request to sign up via the website. Then a member of the HR Star team will jump on a call with them go through their sign up process or just go through the terms and conditions and then they will give them their login details and then they will be able to just access using their own unique login the membership through the website 
So that is available for employers across the UK for the range of issues. What do you see then coming down the road for HR itself and the world of work? And how should listeners get prepared for these changes? Um, I think we are seeing a real change in terms of how people want to work, both from an employer and employee perspective. I know that I've got clients who are now looking at implementing, you know, remote working as a permanent feature, not just during, you know, lockdown and as we come out of that. I think we'll see a more people-focused approach because employees will be expecting that. And if employers want to attract and retain the best talent, they'll be needing to offer that. I do think the world of work has changed in the last few months and that change will continue. I think we are seeing, as I said, businesses looking at their people in terms of what do I need from my people? How am I um, rewarding them? How am I communicating with them? Where are they doing their work? And I think those businesses who take that people focused approach will be those who will excel. We have um, clients who are, you know, like I said, looking at that flexible working and offering more of that so and a lot of that comes from trust you know when I'm talking to clients they are they were dubious about the remote working initially and you know a lot of when I question that why 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 are you you know if you can't see them doesn't mean they're not going to work it's it's a trust (laughs) and then so I said if you don't trust your employees then we've got a bigger issue there so I think I'm talking to clients who are not going to renew leases on big offices. They're going to go to more of a, you know, a smaller hangout location and and have people being able to work from there as they want to, but being predominantly work from um, working from home. Um, So I do think that will change. I think as I touched on earlier, people needing to recognize and reward their employees more when they are adding value, because I think this, this situation recently, if it's taught us anything like businesses aren't, aren't much without their people but they also need people who are going to work hard and work through you know challenging times and as we've just seen recently I've speaking to a client yesterday and uh, he said oh I've just been trying to bring back some of my middle management from furlough and it, you know we've got a real split of those who are saying great I'm so happy I can't wait to get back to work I've really missed it versus those saying well actually I, I don't I don't really want to come back I'm all right sat at home being on furlough for the time being and I just said that's when we really start seeing the engagement levels how engaged are our employees and when clients said to me what happens if I approach an employee saying right I'm ready to bring you back to work and they say they don't want to I said we have to explore the reasons why is it because they're worried about um the health and safety of themselves or vulnerable people that they live with so you know is it is it that approach and if it is then that's fine we can obviously discuss that because people will be apprehensive about returning to the workplace but if it's just like no I've been quite happy sat at home you know not being in being at work then that's you know a different conversation that we need to have so I think there's going to be um yeah a lot a lot of change on the back of the recent situation and obviously we are seeing redundancies you know it's unfortunate but it's it's real the job retention scheme was put in place to protect jobs and it has done that in many you know many areas but unfortunately businesses have streamlined and there will be a number of redundancies we're seeing already and i think we'll continue to see that you know at least until the end of this year yeah scary times we're going through for employees and for businesses alike Kelly, you've shared so much excellent information. I know you've got so much coming through on the membership and the the website itself. If people want to learn more about you and potentially become a client or partner in some way with HR Star, what should they do next? 
Sure. So they can either um, email um, um, us at hello at hr-star.co.uk and a member of the team or myself will jump on a discovery call with them. We offer a complimentary call initially um, or visit the website www.hr-star where they can find out all about the membership and also about the project work that we do and um, you know who's in the team, who we are, etc. But yeah, please do get in touch. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. No problem. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.